Money FM 89.3. Best of Drive Time. In the Spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for In the Spotlight. Uh, today, we're talking about uh, data breaches uh, because uh, we most recently celebrated World Backup Day. Tell you about that in a while. Now, expansive data breaches and extensive cybercrime networks have placed APEC as the hotbed of growing cybercrime attacks. Now, just recently, there were reports of yet another data breach with Latitude Group. It's a major financial services provider releasing data as uh, details of a data breach that has impacted 328,000 of their customers across Australia as well as New Zealand. Now, Optus, which is owned by Singapore Telecommunications, was also attacked in the second half of last year, 2022, with many more cases that went unreported. So, World Backup Day, this happened on March the 31st, and it is a prompt reminder for Singapore-based organizations and citizens to ensure that, you know, we've got effective measures in place to to secure and protect our data. But at the same time, there are a lot of organizations that still struggle with how to effectively protect and secure their data. So how can organizations understand these unknown threats and how can they identify these malicious entities? Well, on the line with me is Andrew Ong, Regional Director for Vectra APAC. Andrew, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Elliot. Good afternoon. All right. Let's uh, talk a little bit about your company, uh, Vectra. It's a company that helps organizations detect, prioritize, investigate, respond to cyber threats early in the attack progression. Uh, what else can you tell us about the company? How are you guys trying to change the world of cybersecurity? Well, at Vectroid AI, we truly embrace you know, the, the AI aspects of what we put into the technology uh, because looking at the cybersecurity challenges of today, Right, we're just mindful that, you know, as we know, during the COVID, a lot of organizations move towards, you know, digital transformation, right? And as we are aware, all, all these actually, you know, have potential unknown exposure as they move customers' data around, right? Traditionally, we are on-premise, they're now moving to the cloud. And, and therefore, all of this actually poses new threats, new challenges to company that is trying to protect not just their own data, but their customers' data, right? And, and therefore... At what we truly believe, using AI, we can actually solve quite a fair bit of these challenges and then pinpointing today where the attack signal is important, finding the, the pin, the needle we need in the haystack and helping them to address this as fast as possible before they get breached. Mm. Uh, so the, the phrase that I mentioned earlier on, uh, unknown threat, I mean, it's unknown to begin with. Um, it's, it's, it's something that's been used in relation to cyber attacks. Um, when we say unknown threat, how can we understand this better when you consider the Singapore and the, the wider APEC landscape? Right. Uh, that's a very interesting question because, you know, um, at, at our company, Vectra AI, you know, we have actually done a fair bit of research with our existing customers. And 72% of the, you know, the, the CXOs and the security leaders, right, truly believe that today they might have already been breached and, and therefore leading us to the question about unknown threats, right? And, and this, this is a, a, a persistent problem because... Uh, as I mentioned earlier with reference, right, but as a lot more customers, organizations move towards the cloud, right, they may not be aware of what they are not aware of, right, and therefore the unknown. Mm-hmm. And even today, in today's context where the attackers are actually using new attack techniques, right, this is where then the AI could actually better help them to identify. Because as all these attack surface ch- uh, changes, right, there will be new attack techniques, Therefore, we have actually developed very specific attack signal detection mm. from Vectra AI to help these organizations to then, you know, look at how these attackers will come 
and how actually to be faster in response to, to those threats as well. Okay, Andrew, I, I want to put the AI thing aside for a while and, and talk a little bit about attitude. And I'll try my best to phrase this the best that I can. So we talk about these unknown threats that you mentioned um, and there is this notion and this warning that's going around that it's not a case of if but when. How has this mentality affected people's attitudes when it comes to cyber threats? Are they just preparing themselves and waiting for it to happen? Or what is your observation in terms of people wanting to find solutions or, or as you mentioned, AI to help do the thinking for them? Wow, that <laughs> sounds like a million-dollar question, Alit. Uh, you know, as, as we actually engage more organization, um, you know, in Asia-Pacific, right, um, we do see a, a fundamental change in the perspective and mindset from the security leaders. Okay. Right, we've seen them actually trying to embrace new technologies. As we saw in Asia-Pacific itself as well, uh, that's actually with the recent chat GPT coming mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. conversations, right? Mm-hmm. We've actually seen more people trying to embrace AI and as well as new tech, okay. right? Saying that because, you know, traditionally, a lot of security technologies are being developed by, you know, human configuration and so on, yeah. right? They're trying to embrace new technology where it could actually take more preventive measures, right? Faster responses. And, and you know, we are seeing them actually stepping up to say, hey, how can a new tech today help address what I could not potentially then look for uh, within all the noises or the more environments that I'm trying to protect. Mm, mm. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, sometimes my imagination goes a bit wild, uh, Andrew. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, looking at the growth in the, the large-scale data breaches in the past year, so let's, let's try and do some case study here. Uh, Latitude Financial. Yep. Um, What's exactly happening here? I know, I know we talked about attitudes. I, I, I know we talked about mindset shift. But why are such large-scale attacks still happening? Well, there are many parameters for for, for conversation, right? Mm. Um, One of these could be because today as as, uh, services actually grew and with humans using and embracing new technologies, right? For for example, traditionally, the only way that we can get connected and access the data started from the the paper, right? And we move digital and then you have computers and then you have, you know, BYOD, right? Bringing your own devices and then COVID actually also changed the paradigm where more people are actually working from home. At the same time, you know, the traditional then security wasn't able to potentially keep up. And therefore, then comes the new tech and potentially again, you know, I I know you do not want to say this, but, you know, AI actually does comes in to help then potentially look at then the different threat services, Mm. right? Mm. And where these people will actually be using the services and are, are these legitimate users or are these compromised users or even potentially bots that it's actually been leveraged by the bad guys to actually try to then get, you know, a foothold into the environment. So these are all the different challenges in the different platforms, different cloud. And therefore today, we see more people trying to then move and then understand how to defend against this potential threat. It's weird, right? Because when we, when we try and deal with all these data breaches, just a year ago, like I, I remember going on air saying, uh, my motto is uh, DTA, I don't trust anyone. Uh, <laughs> but instead, you should, try, you, should, you should trust AI. Is that, what, is that what companies should do differently then? Like have more trust in AI to, to do the dirty work for them? Well, uh, I, I would say that, you know, the conversations that we have with the tech leaders and, and security leaders is that, first of all, AI may or may not be potentially best embraced unless the leaders themselves be able to identify what is their risk, right? What use mm-hmm. cases are they trying to solve? Mm. Um, and then fundamentally, 
several years ago, a lot of people actually use AI just for detection. From Vectra AI, we truly believe that the second generation of that is it's about prioritization. Because just detection itself creates more noise and that creates, you know, more workload for the humans, right? Actually, prioritization would be more effective. And if you are leveraging AI in the right perspective and then embraces that again with your, you know, people, process and technology aspects, then I think there can be a right balance where today we can engage the right organization with the right services partners to be able to then effectively combat the cybersecurity threats that we have or face today. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying my luck here. And uh, of course, without mentioning any company names, any chance you have a case study of how an AI uh, was used or deployed to, to help a particular company fight a cyber threat? Any, any stories to share by any chance? Recently, um, in, in the region, uh, yeah. we do have a very large uh, telecom customers. Right, they actually gotten us involved with the environment about a, a, a year and a half ago. And recently, what we did is that we managed to help them detect a, a cybersecurity potential breach. Right, that none of their existing other security technologies actually picked up, okay. and we will be able to alert them. And in fact, the security operators on the ground uh, wrote a thank you email back to mm-hmm. us saying that you know what, if not for us, they wouldn't have caught it. And our alerts, when presented to them, actually help them to immediately be able to respond beyond whatever that they might have missed. And then that might result in a huge breakdown in the services that they're trying to provide. And this telco operator has about 11 million subscribers on their network as well. Right. Wow. Well, that's like uh, all in a day's work. <laughs> Fascinating <laughs> stuff. Uh, thanks a lot for sharing that story, Andrew. Uh, I suppose uh, as we wrap this conversation up, um, what would you say to security leaders, you know, in, in the face of these unknown threats? What would you say they can do in terms of preventive steps to raise awareness? Uh, well, I, I think it's in security or in cybersecurity. Um, I think the leaders today always needs to look and evaluate new technologies and how they can actually be relevant to their environment. And even at my company, Vectra AI, we truly believe that most of the customers today should not be looking for a, a vendor-customers relationship. They should look for somebody that would be a security partner, right? Oh. That would support their security operations and journey as though they are on the same team, doing the right. same stuff, being with the people to help them defend the cybersecurity threat, which is important. Right. You kind of want at that relationship also because it's like everyone has that uh, vested interest in ensuring yes. the security stays uh, tight in that sense. Definitely. Because some of these uh, you know, customers or organizations that we are trying to protect, after all, may actually process our own personal data, right? And, and that's extremely important. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Wow. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I've been speaking with Andrew Ong, Regional Director for Vectra APEC. Andrew, thanks for your time. Take care and have a great Wednesday evening. Thanks, Elliot. Thanks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.